There's no ketchup on my meatloaf. <laughs> would you like me to assign somebody to catch up your meatloaf? I wish someone would catch up my meatloaf. No, no, I don't need my meatloaf ketchup. You know. What to do, baby? Those were like a good two minutes of my coffee adrenaline that went through and you wasted it. I'm sorry. Hello, Cleveland, Ohio. Is that? Good night, Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or is it hello, Wisconsin from that 70s show? Yeah. I'm wearing a parka. I know. I would be sweating if I were you. I know, dude. It feels good. What does your shirt say? What derogatory terms does your shirt? I don't know, but I'm so cool. My my titties are. Oh my god, it's it okay. Says, I can't tell. It says a vicious racket with its arms around your children. Debauchery. Debauchery. The truth about marijuana. The smoke of hell. Devil's lettuce. Oh, devil's Devis. harvest. <laughs> That's what they call it, the devil's lettuce. I mean... Praise the Lord. Go to church on Sundays, it's Monday. If you're scared, go to church. That's true. Ooh, what if we, like, every Ooh, intro... what if we just did, like, acapella? <laughs> Ready? Five, six, seven, eight. Ooh. I like the way... <laughs> I love the way... Oh, yeah, I was like, what song? Oh, my God. What if every episode we start with us harmonizing... <laughs> But it's like Miley Cyrus, like, what are they called? Transitions? Ooh, whoa. Uh, whoa. <laughs> we can't harmonize to that because I didn't fucking watch Hannah Montana, you fucking Well, then you girl. need to educate yourself. It's all fucking four seasons are on Disney Plus, so go at it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> hey guys, my name is Corey Minyard. Meyer does not act today. I have coffee. This is like the third time I've introduced ourselves. <laughs> okay, go. Hey guys, it's Myra. Hi guys, it's Corey. <laughs> <laughs> this is the happiest you guys will ever hear me. Yeah, she's actually miserable. No, I'm not. Aww. I had water today. You know, I ate a fiber bar so far since the morning. That's good. Corey went to go get coffee, didn't even offer me any dumb... She got garlic... British oat something. Sound it out. <laughs> Grande iced. B-R-S-G. I don't even know what that says. Brag? Oh. Corey, if... if if Corey could order meatloaf flavor at Starbucks, she would. You're really running with this whole meatloaf thing, aren't you? Oh my god. <laughs> meatloaf is delicious, okay? If you ever die, I'm gonna throw meatloaf in your casket. <laughs> I'll bribe uh, Karina to be like, I will give you fucking bangs. And two free highlights. <laughs> I don't like meatloaf that much to be buried with it, Myra. Please. No, no, no. I'm going to go up there and be like, Corey. Corey loved her meatloaf. Myra, you better fucking not. And then Jake's going to be in the crowd and she's like. <laughs> she did. Her meatloaf was the best meatloaf I've that ever had. That shit went hard. That shit went so hard, bro. Oh, my He's God. He's like, wait, what meatloaf are we talking about? 
Oh my god, her loaf was mighty fine. <laughs> All right, you guys, so today we kind of wanted to talk about boundaries. boundaries. So, boundaries are super important in your business, especially when you're first starting out because um, you don't want to get fucked over, walked all over, and you want people to take you seriously. Very true. Myra has a lot of experience with boundaries and she continuously repeats herself daily. <laughs> I have boundaries. Yes. And- and then I complain about them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or cry. Oh, or cry too, yeah. I feel like that definitely can bring it out a lot in us. But it's just, I feel like a lot of times boundaries are super important in business because that's how people will learn to respect you and mm-hmm. your policies, right? Because I feel like uh, boundaries and policies are pretty interchangeable, right? Mm-hmm. Your policies are your boundaries. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and people continue to... Apparently, they can't read for, like, half a second. Yeah, but that's okay. You have to reiterate yourself and constantly post it on your stories. Like, 15 million times. That's okay. So, Myra, do you have any recent experiences oh my with God, boundaries you that you want to talk about? <laughs> I was dying to talk about this. <laughs> have at it, girl. Go, take it away. Well, where, where do I begin? It was a fine Tuesday. It was a foggy early Monday morning. <laughs> and I woke up and I had a twitch on my left eye and I just knew that that day was going to get fucked. You're like, my left nipple was a <laughs> sens- had a sensation. I knew it was going to rain today. I knew it was in my eczema. I didn't know. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting cocky because we have like a hundred listeners. Shout out. Is it a hundred listeners no, already? Know. Shout out. We barely like published our podcast last week. Yeah. We're making it big. <laughs> we're newbies. Okay. But we're making it out here. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell us about your boundary stories. Okay. So recently I had a, a 9 a.m. booked out and the way I had, um, I had it set up was that my second client was going to be coming in while my first client was processing, right? So I had it all timed out. Okay. Right? And then um, <clears throat> my second client, he came late. And so then by the time he got here, he was telling me that it was only like 12 minutes late, 12 to 14 minutes late, which it wasn't. It was actually a whole last 30 minutes. And then um, so by the time they got here, my first client, she had already been done processing, so it's not like I could have had her waiting. Like, it's not fair that, you know, she had to wait. So then I made my guy client wait another 30 minutes. So in total, he ended up waiting an hour pretty much, right? Because he came late, and then I made them wait because I'm like, I'm going to finish my service. You should have been here on time. Yeah. And you could totally tell that they were upset. So when I took them back, I, like, tried to break the ice. And I was like, oh, so did you, like, forget about your appointment? Because they've done that before. Mm -hmm. And they've called me. And they're like, oh, is it okay? Like, I totally forgot. Can I still come in? And I'm like, yeah. Like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Like, with me, I have boundaries. But also, it's like, if I could fit you in, I'll take you. If it's not going to affect my next client or it's not going to affect my lunch, I don't mind taking you. Or sometimes, like, if you're my very last client and you hit me up, you're like, oh, I hit traffic. Like, I'm okay with it because I'm like, you're not affecting anybody's time, Mm -hmm. really. I mean, I still kind of get upset, but it's not, like, a huge deal. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, anyways, I broke the ice because you could totally tell, like, it was, like, really hostile. Mm -hmm. And they were like, 
oh, when you're late, it's okay. But when I'm late, all of a sudden it's a problem. And then they're like, I was only like 12, 14 minutes late. You made me wait like 40 minutes. And so I just stayed quiet because I'm like, I'm about to knock you out with my clippers, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, like like saying, like, I'm not going to argue with you, mm-hmm. you know? Because that wasn't the first time that they've been late to their appointment. And I've let it slide because it's a quick service, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was kind of upset because it's like, I'm still taking the time to service you and you're still going to give me lip. And then on top of that, I got lectured. And they were telling me, like, oh, this is how you lose clients. Like, if you're not going to be on time, like, lecturing me. When I'm Mm -hmm. like, bro. You're the one that was late. You showed up late. Like, you got here late. This isn't the first time. Every single time they've came, they're always late. And it's, like, five, ten minutes max lateness. But then this person is the type of person where they don't just sit down and I can start a service on them. It's like they sit down, get up, sit mm-hmm. down. Oh, can I can I go to the restroom real quick? Yeah. And by the time I start on them, I'm like, dude, your like appointment's almost over. Yeah, yeah. And so then that happened. <clears throat> now it's just like, you know what, I'm gonna keep my cool. Like mm-hmm. it is Friday. Mm-hmm. You know? You're like, I am thinking about the drinks I'm having tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, I'm not gonna let this bother me, you know? I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever. Anyways I was finishing up and then they were, they ended up apologizing and saying, you know what, like, I'm sorry, like, I should be on time. They did say like, oh, you're always on time, so I should be on time next time. They ended up telling me that they made plans before their appointment and that's why they got here late. So they were like, you know, from now on I won't make plans like before my appointments because it does affect, you know, me coming in here a little bit late. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, you know, like, do what you gotta do, you know? But it's just like, how are you going to sit down, lecture me, get upset because you were late? Yeah. It's strange that he's a regular client of yours that comes in often because I would expect that for maybe a new client <coughs> that doesn't know your policies and doesn't know you and doesn't respect you yeah. yet. You know, maybe from a, a first time client that you've never had before that found you on Google. I feel like if you have a grace period too, a lot of people have grace periods. I know I have a grace period. I usually go with like eight or nine minutes. Um, depending on your services that you provide. But if they're cutting into that, this person was how late? They were like, according to them, they were only 12 to 14 minutes late. But when I had asked Jasmine, they're like, no, they were like 30 minutes late. Yeah. Obviously, there's a time and place. We understand five minutes, like there was traffic, right? Mm -hmm. Or you made the wrong turn and you had to make a U-turn or you got off on the wrong exit or, you know, emergencies happen. happen. Yeah. Yeah. So we are not a bad guy. Like sometimes it may seem like, you know, a lot of service providers post on TikTok talking, ranting or raving or yeah, ranting about their clients, no showing and all of these things. And um, it may look like people look like a bitch or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's just... It's just boundaries that keep getting crossed, Mm -hmm. and then at the end, the people that get fucked is the providers Mm -hmm. and the next client. Yeah. Um, Especially when it's first thing in the morning like that. There's nothing worse than getting your first client either no-show you or is late. Because I know for me, for my services personally, like I said, nine minutes is my my late policy because my services are so short. Mm -hmm. If you're 10, 15 minutes late for your appointment, that's your entire service time. Your appointments are what? An hour sometimes, you know, right in between there. So I can understand like 
Maybe if they're a little bit more late, you can work with them. Obviously, under any circumstance, if they are late, if they're 15 minutes late or whatever, and I don't have a next client, I'm going to do anything in my power to be able to move them around. Like, I don't charge late fees or anything like that. I know some people do. Yeah. But even if that's moving somebody later into my day, like, hey, I don't have any time right now, but if you want to come back at 3 p.m. today, like, I can fit you in. Just trying to to make everything work seamlessly and not have any heads butting or anything. That's really generous of you doing I don't know if I personally wouldn't do that because obviously my time's a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It, it's every every business owner and business is different, right? So yeah. say we're talking about <laughs> photography. That's totally different too. Like that's a whole day that they're booking out pretty much compared mm-hmm. to you. You know, you're doing like could be seven hours, six to seven hours. Mine could be 15 to an hour. Yeah. So all of us, it varies. It just depends on your business that you're in and you have to go from there. And I feel like you really have to evaluate your values in your business too. What's the most important thing to you? Because I feel like the worst thing to me personally is last minute cancellations Mm -hmm. or like on the dot cancellation. That is like a non-negotiable for me. Like if you were telling me last minute, I feel like that's, you don't disrespect, you don't respect me at all. You don't respect my business, you know? So at least somebody that's telling me 24 hours ahead of time, my policy is 48 hour late policy, right? But if you're telling me 48 hours I'm sorry, 24 hours ahead. I understand things come up last minute like that. Even 10 hours ahead, that's still something, and I'll respect that. Like, yeah. I'm not a monster. Like, <laughs> I'm a human. We we all, everything happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Things happen. So I understand that, and, you know, you can be flexible, but those no-shows, no-call no-shows, you have to have a, have a card on file, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's a really big benefit of having Square, like all of these online websites, because it really makes it easy to um, follow your boundaries and not let it get carried away and just letting it go. I know personally I have a really hard time, though, with but you're staying doing... true to my boundaries. No, but you've been doing it lately. A lot better now, but I think it is it is better now because... Um, I have Square, and it it is able to charge people. Or I have Natalie, too, that's answering phone calls. Um, So I think enforcing your boundaries and everything, of course, is super important, especially straight from the get-go, posting on social media what your policies are and everything, and being very clear about it, too. I know you also have them sign contracts, right? I do. So I don't like taking people's money like that. Like, I have the 48-hour policy, too, where it's like if you cancel before then, like half of your... Uh, service will be charged I've never done that I've mm-hmm. had that for years I've never done that because I don't feel comfortable I do take deposits though mm-hmm. you don't take deposits I know I so what mine is is I just take a card on file when you book I have debated between doing deposits whether or not doing it doing it a lot of waxers do too hair I feel like it's a given you have to yeah. your service is so expensive there's no way that like you're going to be losing a lot of money I'm losing a lot of money by not yeah. charging it you know <laughs> what I mean so if you look at your numbers by the end of the year, it's it's a good chunk of change that we're missing out on if we don't charge it. But at the yeah. same time, like, you have to pick and choose your battles. Yeah. I, like, if you do, like, a no-con no-show and you're my first, like, it was my first time doing your hair, there's no, I don't have a relationship with you. So mm-hmm. it's easy for me to cut people off like right. that that I don't care about. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never met you. I didn't build a relationship with you, so fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to do that to me already on the first so I'll go into my little app, and I'll put do not book, mm-hmm. and then I go into my phone contacts, I save their phone number, I'm like, do not book. That's whatever you want to do, that's your boundary yeah. that you decide to set. And I just 
think it's really important, like I said, for what, whatever you specialize in, whatever your business is, evaluate what your priorities are in your business. What really ticks you off? Because that needs to be your policy. Mm-hmm. That's your boundary right there. Um, so for me personally, like I said, it's the late policy. It's mm-hmm. the no-show policy. A big one that we were talking about earlier off mic, it was the texting, right? Okay, yeah. Texting is another big boundary. If you're texting your clients in the beginning, you're starting off on the wrong foot. <laughs> you need to get yourself a texting app, get yourself a separate business phone, mm-hmm. email only, DM only. Like, do not get your comfort your clients comfortable with you texting them. Mm-hmm. If it's an absolute emergency and I have no other way to contact them, then I will text. Yeah, I do that too. Yeah, but you gotta be careful though because mm-hmm. you do it one time and they're gonna start hitting you up. Yeah, it's like opening a portal. <laughs> you yeah, know, that you can't close back up. So. Um, definitely be careful with texting just like even with Natalie too you know you have your business hours so whether your business hours are mine are 9 30 to 5 those are the hours that I text back if somebody's texting me at 2 a.m and I just so happen to be at 2 a.m be up at 2 a.m and see the text message I'm not going to respond yeah <laughs> you know and I think that's something that a lot of new business owners also struggle with and is, having that boundary yes definitely and, and it's not just with clients sorry yeah it's with your friends yeah right I know I do that to Corey all the time <laughs> she's just texting me all <laughs> hours of the night I know no but that's fine though it's like your client either or your friend shouldn't expect you to be responding in that moment either you know what I mean if you have that late night like thought by all means text it send it Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna text you back when I I have the time you know so I just think that's super important for a lot of people to implement into their business is don't um, text back when you don't have the time to or when it's outside of business hours. Yeah. Also with your emails, you know, on weekends, if those are your days off. And another thing too, I remember when I first started my business, I was taking clients outside of hours all the time. Yeah. My days off would be, say, my days off right now are Sunday, Monday, right? And back then, I was so, I mean, if, if you are desperate for money, not desperate, but like you're hustling right now and you want to take clients on those days, by all means do it. But if you set those days up to where you want those to be your days off, stick to it and don't cross that boundary with them because they're constantly going to be asking you, Hey, can you take me on a Sunday? Can you take me at like 7am or whatever? If that's not your hours, that's not your hours. Mm -hmm. Stick to your guns. Like leave it at that. Because I would have people when I was doing lash extensions, I feel like No offense if you get lash extensions because I get them too, but from my experience as a lash artist was lash clients would be very, expect your technician to bend over backwards for you, Mm. right? They'd be the type of people to text you the night before or even hours before, hey girl, do you have any last minute openings? Which is fine normally if it's a smaller thing or if you see somebody has last minute cancellations, but I just feel like for those types of services, you should be booking way in advance. (laughs) Did you lose me? No, I'm too sneeze. Or I Jeez. had to. No, oh. okay, he's gone. Oh <laughs> my sorry. god. My face. I thought I was having a stroke. I know. I was like, <laughs> did I lose you? Where did you go? Like, am I not making sense? <laughs> oh oh my god. Huh. I don't even know where I was going with that. Yeah, that la- you. That's probably why you hate doing lashes. Because yeah, it's you got your your uh, boundaries pushed. My, yeah, and my boundaries would get crossed so often. People would cancel last minute, or they would decide to go to somebody else last minute, or their lashes would be falling out, and then they wouldn't tell me and be like, "Hey, do you have any openings today? Because I have a party to go to tonight." You know, dude, lash. I would even have people like... that would ask me uh, for me to take them at four a.m. They're fucking crazy. I literally had clients asking me, and guess what? I did it. 
Yeah, because I was crazy. Girl, you dumb. But I mean, like I said, if you are growing your business and that's the route that you need to go in to make money and everything, by all means do it. But also, if you want your boundaries to be respected and you don't want people to cross that and you want to be taken as like, it just depends how you want your business to be ran, you know? So if that doesn't bother you and you're down to take clients at 4am, do it. (laughs) I would say don't do it. I would say, I would say like keep your eight hour shifts and that's it. Yeah. Because you're going to get burnt out. Like, I agree. That's why That's why Corey don't do lashes no more. Exactly. I, I got fed up with it. I yeah. asked her for them about 15 <laughs> times. She you're was... also allergic and your eyes are going to blow up like you got stung by a thousand bumblebees. <laughs> we need to get you that medication. No. Yeah. It's okay. I'll oh my, my gosh. Eyeballs. No, you definitely have to have like boundaries with your clients, with your friends. Like mm-hmm. A perfect example is today I woke up early as fuck and I said you know what today's a beautiful Monday let me go on a rant real quick okay <laughs> did you go on a rant today and I didn't see it no. oh <laughs> I just posted like don't like if you're my friend and what did I post I think I posted like if you have my personal phone number please do not text me about hair related stuff mm-hmm. I love my job I love what I do right but it's I love spaghetti don't mean I'm gonna eat spaghetti every single fucking day of my life I eat meatloaf every day I'm just kidding <laughs> It's like, okay, for a while there, it was a little excessive, but I get what you mean. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Don't text us with your hair-related things. DM. I posted that, bro. Mm -hmm. Tell me why. She texts you. (laughs) I, Amelia, I'm I'm not even going to say your last name because my people will come after you, but Amelia, you know who you are, you thick ass hair. Mm. Oh my God. She texted me. And she's like, hey, I have a, like something, something, my hair, something, what do I book? I'm like, let me screenshot this real quick, send it to Oscar, and mm-hmm. let him know how dumb you are right now. Oh my gosh. I haven't even responded. Yeah. Sometimes I wish, I don't know, I just, you know, have that boundary or just don't reply back. What? <laughs> don't reply back. Like, I don't know, like, it gives me anxiety. It's not that I don't want to reply back to your text messages about my business. It's just, I don't think people understand. That's your personal phone, you know what I mean? And it's like, honestly, that situation is a perfect example of, I have a really hard time responding back to people in my life. Period. Okay, so that goes for friends, family, like, everything. Because... I used my personal phone for my business-related stuff for so long. And now, whenever I see text messages on my phone, I my mind automatically associates it with work. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to see it. Then all of a sudden, I have 50 unread text messages, and I'm overwhelmed, and I'm having a panic attack because I haven't texted my grandma back in a week. You know? <laughs> I'm terrible, dude. Like, I'm... I, it's a different type of anxiety. No, that yeah. I, yeah. I've never experienced this before. I don't know why I feel... Well, I know why. It's because I'm doing... Interchanging it, you yeah. know? In, or mixing it, I guess, but... Yeah, it was just all together, and it's like, when you're opening up the business, you don't think about that. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to build your clientele, I feel like, so it's like, in the moment, you're like, who cares? Let me give everything I can to this. Mm-mm. But over time, once you have your clientele, you're kind of just like, your phone is just like constantly like dinging mm-hmm. and it's like if you're a business owner you would understand this it's like once you reply to 15 messages and you literally i don't know if you've ever done this where you reply all of your messages and you're like <sighs> yes it's literally then, such a relief and then there's more and then like 
literally you exit you go back on and there's 29 more messages yeah. i'm like dude what the fuck mm-hmm. and it's not that like i don't want to sound like i'm not appreciative of the business that we're getting mm-hmm. it's just if you don't have a business you would not understand the type of anxiety that it comes with because it's not like our jobs like i've said before is not a nine to five job mm-hmm. it's a 24 7 job and we're artists i feel like we're artists mm-hmm. right we're creative mm-hmm. and we're constantly going like Corey did started this podcast and now we added another work day mm-hmm. into our life. Right. So to, now we're working six days out of seven. Yeah. And then it's like social media. It's mm-hmm. a 24-7 job. Anytime you have an idea, write it down. You yeah. know, literally your brain is constantly going or constantly working. But that's also you have to put boundaries on social media too. How long am I going to be on this app? You know, Mm -hmm. how long am I going to be scrolling? How long am I responding to text messages? And I think that's just another great boundary to have into, you know, your business too is literally, 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 (laughs) yeah, put, put boundaries on, on your social media usage too. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I post everything. Like Mm -hmm. I do my personal life on my social media and I personally feel like that's a good way to, like, welcome people Mm -hmm. into your life. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it backfires because then, like I said, it's just a constant. I just feel like sometimes it's, you just have to follow, like, how you feel. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you might have all of this burst of creative energy and you can mass produce all of this content. And then other days you're going to be completely burnt out. And that's okay. That's why you do batch create, (laughs) you know, when you have those creative bursts. And it's super important to take advantage of that time because it's a blessing. And when you do go through those burnouts, you have loads of content to just push out. So I've done that where I'm like posting nonstop, Mm -hmm. like 50 stories. And then I'll go missing for like two days. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, let me post that I drank my collagen mm-hmm. and then call it a night. Yeah. I haven't posted any hair stuff lately because I'm just like, I don't know. Anyways, have boundaries with your clients. Mm-hmm. I I don't have no call, no show credit card on file. I just have deposits. deposits. And that's yeah. okay, though. I feel like that covers... What you need it to cover. Yeah, and it works for me. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have Jasmine helping me, so when I was doing it by myself, it was a lot because it's like I would work, Mm -hmm. but eight hours, I would get off of work, I would post what I had to post, and then I had to reach out to the next set of clients for the deposit, and then sometimes those clients had questions, and it was just like a nonstop thing, but now that I have Jasmine, it's like we have those hours set, you know, Um, and... I think, too, that you have to correct, correct... Certain behavior, like right as soon as it happens, like if somebody's constantly running late every single time, you kind of have to talk to them about it and be like, hey, I've had to do it too. Like with some of my clients, like, hey, you tend to keep canceling your appointments like the same day. Um, Maybe we shouldn't book your appointments in advance and maybe you should just try and check in the same week if I have any last minute cancellations whenever I post it on Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. So now for some of my clients, that's what they have to do. Like I can't pre-book them just because they're going to no-show, cancel last minute, you know? So I think that's something you have to talk to your clients about personally too when it is something that you're getting fed up with because then you're going to start to feel resentful towards your clients and that's what happened with um, you know with me with lash extensions is I started getting really resentful towards certain clients and I felt like I couldn't talk to them about it because I kept beating around the bush Mm -hmm. so now I you just can't do that anymore at least you talk to them I think I just like 
fire them or try to fire them. <laughs> I try to fire people and yeah. I, they won't let me. Mm-hmm. But you know what? This last time, I, I did. I think I did it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I said, you have to implement these from the beginning of your career, you know? Um, have your policies set from day one. Just because even if you're not taking yourself seriously and you're waking up or you're working out of home, um, you still need to have those boundaries, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you still have business hours. Yeah. And it's okay if you keep growing and, and changing it. I've lost a couple clients cause I've changed my policies. Mm-hmm. They didn't like that they had to do a deposit. They didn't like that they had to sign a contract or make appointments. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I can't take you like whenever you want, like yeah. don't work like that. And it sucks, you know, but it is what it is. I think another really hard boundary for a lot of beauty professionals to put into place is, like, friends and family Mm -hmm. and giving services for free or, you know, giving discounts or friends asking for discounts and stuff like that. And I think that's a really hard boundary to set because you want to be nice. And these are people that have been with you since day one. Or you you feel like you owe them. Mm -hmm. You don't owe nobody nothing, Mm -hmm. okay? And at the end of the day, as uh, your sister, your mama, your uncle, whoever, your best friend, your friend, they're going to take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. Trust me. I've been doing this for a hot minute and... It was really hard for me to set boundaries, and the sad part is, is that they're your friends, and then as soon as you hit those, you you set those boundaries, they don't want to follow them, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you suck at haircutting, mm-hmm. you suck at color, mm-hmm. you're too expensive. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, but all the years that I hooked you up, yeah. and you shouted me out, mm-hmm. you thought my haircuts were great, you thought my color was great, you didn't complain about mm-hmm. the price that I gave you, you didn't complain that... I came in on my days off to do your hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it sucks. It's really hard to to have those boundaries. Like, I, Yeah. I know a lot of people, too, that even struggle to figure out if they should charge these people. You know? They're like, oh, I don't know. Like, But if you're renting a space from somewhere, say you're paying for a solo salon, right? Mm-hmm. And your aunt that's you hardly ever talk to you know like mm-hmm. twice a year you talk to her and she's coming in asking for discounts like lady <laughs> but it should be the other way around too so when i got married my aunt um did my cake right and mm-hmm. she's like oh i'll do it for free and i'm like no 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 you tell me yeah how much absolutely. i will pay you mm-hmm. i i've just always been like that like i don't like to owe people money and mm-hmm. i don't like owing people favors because let's just say like i do a favor for Corey. And she's like, oh, Mary, you could do my hair for free, and I'll do your Brazilian wax for free. The, mm-hmm. the price is not the same, yeah, first yeah, of all. Yeah. The time is not the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's, just don't do it. Just don't do free stuff. The only time you should be doing free shit or a discount is while you're in school or you're an apprentice or an assistant. Mm-hmm. That's it. Once you get your license, you should have, like, a, you know, a low price. Like, let's just say, like, a discounted price. But as your years, as you're going in in your ear, as you're going in as in your, as you're being a professional and you're getting experience and you're going to classes, you should be charging what you're worth and mm-hmm. you will see who your true friends are. I have so many friends, sorry, I'm rambling on. I have so many friends that will hit me up to see if I can fit them in mm-hmm. and I'll give them a quote. They don't ever fucking text mm-hmm. me back and then they go somewhere else and I'm yeah. just like, Okay, and then they'll text me. They're like, hey, do you think you can get me Olaplex? Yeah, hit up your stylist that yeah. you went to, bro. Like, mm-hmm. 
You you should be your friend's number one supporters. Yeah. You know, and that means paying full price for services. Yeah, and if you're not, that's fine. But but don't expect them to hook you up with anything in the future. Exactly. The clients that pay me full price for things tip. They don't have to tip big, but just like when I notice that those things, um, it makes you want to go out of your way. Or they're trying to be more accommodating towards you, so you're going to go above and beyond for them too. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's... Like, it stresses me out when, like, my friends hit me up for, like, anything that has hair-related because I'm, like, I feel like I'm obligated. hmm You know what else is what? another big boundary that I think um, everybody should be playing to? Have you ever had a client ask you to come to their house to do your hair? Or mm-hmm. you to go to their house to do their hair? Yes and no. Um, since I was in in cosmetology school Mm -hmm. that was like my one boundary I always stuck to I did it like two or three times at Mm -hmm. my house the back pain dude Mm -hmm. was so horrible and then on top of that I felt like you're charging a price and the experience wasn't there yeah so I felt guilty so Mm -hmm. I was like when people would ask me oh come do my hair even especially during COVID I'm like no yeah no Mm -hmm. no and then the only person I would cut their hair during COVID was my mom's neighbor. Yeah. Um, he couldn't go anywhere. He He's sick. So I would go over there. So tell me why when COVID was over and I went back to my business, he got upset because I told him, I could cut your hair, but you would have to come to the salon. Mm-hmm. And he, he went to my mom's house and complained to her. And I'm like, bro, like I have a whole business. Yeah. I don't know why people do that. Have yeah. you? I mean, I have been asked to go to people's house to do services like definitely when I used to do lashes a lot people it's very common for people to ask for house calls you know like hey can you just come to my house and do it on my couch Mm -hmm. like I've done it for my family before and I've done it for my friends like I've done it for Brianna and her mom before where I would they would be laying on the pool table and I would (laughs) literally be doing it for them like that and in the moment you're just like yeah of course I'm gonna do it I need to make money blah 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 you know what I mean But at the same time, now that I'm looking back, I'm like, I should have said no to that because I was breaking my back for that service. Yes, it's really hard. And you don't have the proper equipment. Mm -hmm. You're traveling with your stuff. You're leaving things behind. You left things at home. You're not giving 100% of your service. Like, you know, there's going to be errors. You're driving there. You're wasting gas, all of this stuff. If that's what you want to do, you want to do like a travel-based business, then by all means do that. But if you have a spot and you're renting for you know, renting it, renting your spot, then take your clients from your rented spot. Yeah, yeah. have them respect you. Like, I don't know if you look... I look back at those couple clients I did take at the house, which, like I said, was, like, two or three, and I get, like, secondhand embarrassment because I'm like, why did you do that? Like, you're like, that was ghetto. <laughs> it was. And, and, like, as a hairstylist, I'm like, that's kind of gross, washing someone's hair in, like, a tub. Yeah. Like, bro, my ass sits on that tub and mm-hmm. cries. Like, yeah. <laughs> sit on that tub and cry oh my gosh butt ass naked i'm in there and your hair is there another thing too is say you accidentally injure them that's not covered by your insurance Mm -mm. chihuahuas be biting eyelids yeah so would never that's that's something you have to think about too is if there's an accident that happens and you're the reason why that happened then you can get sued for that for a lot of money and Mm -hmm. if that's not like your bestie Good luck. Even besties, Sue. Did you hear about that girl whose her best friend was choking and she gave her CPR or some shit and broke her rib and then no. her friend 
literally sued her friend for her broken rib for a broken like rib. bitch you could have died that's why you when you do cpr fyi guys if you're gonna give cpr to anybody you need to record them while they're dying probably have them write a written consent <laughs> and as they're like, joking can i give you cpr do you consent me giving you cpr and if they say yes obviously they're gonna die i would she, that's so crazy that girl saved her life and she mad about a broken rib Oh Bro, god. Jesus got nailed to the fucking wall. Like, <laughs> to the cross. To the cross. Oh my god. Yeah, she that's that's one of the boundaries she should have written out. Him. He forgave whoever nailed him on the fucking cross. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Friends be doing you like that. That's why I don't got them. Oh my god. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> that's why that's not why. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, what boundaries have we talked about today? We talked about no call, no show policy, late policy. Wait, can I just touch back on the late thing? I just want people to understand that, one, you being late is mad disrespectful. Like, it's, it's fucked up, right? But I don't think what people don't understand is that we don't work for corporate. So, for example, I have my lunches at a certain time. And if you're late, you're gonna go into my lunch. I can't just move my lunch down more yeah like it sucks that you're late you're affecting my lunch so then my next client comes in i'm gonna have to eat really really fast in between their processing Mm -hmm. which sometimes i do have time but let's just say like something like Corey, you don't have you're you're working with your hands there's Mm -hmm. no processing yeah you have to constantly be on your client you do not have a break so i want people to if, if you're a client, I need you guys to understand that, that it's not that, it's not just that the fact that you're late, it affects everything, mm-hmm. you know? And then the thing that pisses me off the most is when you're late and you're walking in with a coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care. Don't bring me one. Mm-hmm. But also like figure it out, bro. Like that's cool you got coffee you got breakfast now i don't get to eat my lunch yeah in peace you know like the break that i deserve Mm -hmm. so i just don't think people understand that part yeah and it's especially we are when you're late we're playing catch up Mm -hmm. you know you get to go home and go about your day and everything but we're stuck here and we have to keep playing catch up with the rest of our clients and if you're 15 minutes late for your appointment then we're 15 minutes late for our next appointment and the next one and the next one and the next one and it just trickles down yeah sometimes it doubles in time yeah exactly and especially if your next client's five minutes late now it's 20 next client's five minutes late now it's 25 so it's every minute does count and that even goes for you know if they are eight nine minutes late for their appointment that is taking away quality Mm -hmm. of the service too so now so if you're nine i had to count on my fingers sorry (laughs) i have to do your brazilian wax in six minutes now yeah that's not gonna be fun for you or me i'm gonna be sweating i'm you know i'm uncomfortable too like (laughs) yeah or they like like for example that and and like honestly too if you're gonna go online and rant about it like be honest Mm -hmm. like if that was a situation with Corey where it's like you come in, you were late and she only gave half a lip wax, like mm-hmm. don't go online and rant about your horrible experience. Yeah. You better be honest and say I was twelve minutes mm-hmm. late and she had three minutes to wax me. Mm-hmm. Like 
And then that's also another thing too for um, beauty providers is if your client is late, like feel free to ask them, like if they're coming in for an underarm and a Brazilian, I'm going to be honest with them. Hey, you were this much, much time late for your appointment. I only have time to do one of your services. Mm-hmm. I can't do both of them. And that's their problem because they were late. Yep. So feel free to knock services off and just to make it fit better in your schedule and you can reschedule the other appointments yeah don't let your next client who's on time who respects you Mm -hmm. um, suffer suffer Mm -hmm. you know like i'm a very punctual person and if i'm ever running late i communicate with my client Mm -hmm. you know like for example last week i i had to feed my dogs and all this shit happened at the house so i was i wasn't late coming here i was still on time but usually i like to be here 30 minutes before my client and I was like five minutes before and I had texted my client and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm like, I'll be right there. And she's like, oh, do I have time to go get coffee? And it's like, I can't be mad at her. Yeah. Go get your coffee. Yeah. You know, I'll figure it out later. But if I am ever late, if I ever need to move my clients around. Communication. Communication. And personally, what I do is I let my clients know like, hey, I really need to move you. I'll give you a complimentary right. um, deep treatment or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Because it's not fair. Like, how am I going to get mad at you? But... You have to hold up your end of the bargain. Yeah. And and I don't like to move people around very often. But when I do, like I said, I do... Uh, what's the word? Uh, compensate? Mm-hmm. I do compensate for it, you know? Or if I'm, I tell them, hey, can you come later? Like I said, add a little something for their time that's, you know, being wasted, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. That's something that I, I do. But... I don't want people to think like, oh my God, like service providers are assholes. Mm-hmm. Like my brother tells me that all the time. He's like, you're such an asshole online. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand how many times people disrespect my business. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't do that for a, a doctor, mm-hmm. would you? You wouldn't um, expect Disneyland to let you, you know, no no call, no show or whatever to your reservations. Oh, that's a magic strike that's policy. A, that's, oh my gosh, Corey, not everyone's a magic keep passport yeah but it's still the same thing they're still gonna charge you they're still gonna put your cancellation or whatever yeah. like and you're not gonna be mad at them or dispute the charges Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so just have your boundaries with your friends your family your clients everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just have to i don't know have these set up from day one yeah mm-hmm. and it's okay to fire clients if they don't like because honestly it's saving you a giant headache because I think that's another thing too is it's not always a bad thing when you do post how you feel about like these no call no shows and everything and posting your rants and everything it's not always a bad thing because then some people are like oh you're scaring away your clients I would never come to you or whatever well good yeah don't come to me I then. don't need you and no I don't like people yeah. that are late I do have a grace period I don't tell people that mm-hmm. like if you're two minutes late, I'm going to text you, hey, where are you? Yeah. You know? And also, like, if you are a few minutes late, just... Communicate. Yeah, communicate. That's Send us a text, a DM. That's like all you have to do. 98% of the beauty industry, that's probably all we're asking for is for you to communicate. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to get to that level of irritated, yeah. hostile... That's just me, though. Like, I'm just like, don't waste my time. Like, mm-hmm. if I say I want to be out of here by 5, mm-hmm. I want to be out of here by 5. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be waiting on you. And as far as, like, the no-con no-shows, 
That's all up to you. Corey likes to charge people if you don't show up, which I think that's amazing. Yeah, I do a Go 30% charge. If you no-call, show, no call, no-show, it's a 30% charge. And most of the time, people will still rebook with me and everything. So yeah. I get it. Sometimes you forget. and I or mean stuff comes up. That yeah. happens to me all the time. Yeah, sometimes people don't write it down, so I don't take it personal. Yeah, you do still have to hold your boundaries up and everything. Mm-hmm. So the only thing is, like, you know, you do have the power to waive or do whatever you need to do with these fees and boundaries and policies so say somebody gets covid or say somebody you know just found out they're pregnant or they're going through you know complications or whatever it may be like unexpected reasons then you have the power to do that and if you want to or if you don't that's all up to you so um and i just feel like the more you get to know your clients and everything over time then like, you know patterns with these people. Oh, yeah. So if they're constantly late every single time that you're coming in, say 30 minutes, whatever it is, they're always late every single time, or they're making you wait for them, or yada, 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 then that's your call to make if you want to fire your client or not. So mm-hmm. there's only so much we can put up with. Yeah. I don't, like, if my my old clients, like, if they do a no condo show, like, I won't give them Saturdays anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I won't go out of my way to... What is it called to... Accommodate. No. Like, I feel like no call, no show is, like, the rudest thing you can possibly do. Like, unless legit you died or something, mm-hmm. like, then I guess you get a, a pass, you know? I guess. I guess. <laughs> but it's, like, everyone's on their phone 24 fucking 7. Mm-hmm. You can't sit here and tell me you're not on your phone where you can't communicate with your beauty and your beauty person and be like, hey, I can't come in. Something yeah. came up. Because I guarantee you... We're going to be way more matter mm-hmm. that you can't even communicate, you know? Yeah. It's like that, what did that lash girl, her her man, she went to jail and her man called her yeah, lash girl and yeah. was like, she can't make it. Mm-hmm. Like, I want everyone to remember that. Mm-hmm. So if she can do it, if she can contact and, you know, discuss it and everything and talk to her person, then you can too. Yeah, just communicate. And, and I'm not, we're not saying that everyone's going to be like us, mm-hmm. but also don't like, don't step over people that are nice, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we gave a lot of tips. I think there was at least five or six different boundaries in there that you can take and apply into your own business and write those in, put them on your website, put them on your square, your booking link or whatever it is. And once in a while, put it on your stories. Don't do it every single day. Just as a reminder. I know sometimes people will take it a little overboard too. Every single day. No, you just like once every two weeks is good because obviously you're getting new followers. Mm -hmm. Not every day. Yeah. And then have it in your highlights, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely have it in your highlights. But the contracts help, too, because then they try to be like, I, I, I didn't know that. And, and like, actually, even if you have Square, they have to check a box. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, for, for credit cards, yes. Yeah. I don't have that. Yeah. So it's like when they put their credit card info on there, they are agreeing and consenting to, your to, policies. Yeah, to my policies and everything. And that's their fault. They checked the box. They said mm-hmm. that they read my policies. So They, they signed the dotted lines they or did. whatever it Sold is. your soul like, to the devil. You signed it. Mm-mm. Ursula's going to come get your voice. Ursula. <laughs> did you just watch The Little Mermaid? Um, no, actually, I watched a really weird TikTok last night, and um, I was under the influence. I actually sent it to Chris and Jasmine, and I said, did I just watch a whole quinceañera of a play of Little Mermaid? A quinceañera? I have to show it to you. It was like a baile de sorpresa, if uh-huh. you don't know. 
and usually it's like a, a bot, mm-hmm. a, a ball dance, right? Mm-hmm. But this was like a whole ass like Little Mermaid play, and it was actually really funny. We're gonna lol at it later. Um, Ursula actually, Ursula came out and dragged the quinceañera by her fucking hair across the fucking dance thing. And then what? This, this girl was wearing like a Little Mermaid like the tail, and and then there was a whole prince in there. It was really weird and funny, and I don't know if I was just really under the influence or what, but huh. I sent it to, to Chris and Jasmine, and um, it's actually really funny. I put, I don't know if I'm just really blink, 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 but is this a uh, Little Mermaid quinceañera, lol, and did Ursula really have Ariel fight for her life? Dude, it's so funny. You have to, I'll send it to you later. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know where we were going with that, but... It's on TikTok. But yeah, so that was our TED Talk today. Yeah, so make your policies. Don't was, let anybody walk all over you. That was our BB talk. Our BB talk? Yeah, Brazilian. Bra- blow- blowouts and Brazilians. Yeah. That Aww. was our... Brazilian, blowouts and Brazilian TED Talk. Yeah, it was. And um, we want you guys to um, have your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Be a boss-ass bitch with a capital B. Money mm-hmm. sign SS. Say it with your whole padusi. Mm-hmm. Your wax padusi. Padusi. Come see Corey. If you're in the industry, let us know how you keep your boundaries, what worked for you, what didn't work for you. Yeah, what What are your boundaries? What are the ones that you hold closest in your business? Yeah, what's your safe word? Yeah. See, what's your safe <laughs> word? What's your emergency contact? I know. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, we will talk to you next or next time. Yeah. All right. This is us signing off. Goodbye.